Welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the Million Dollar Convos podcast. I'm your host today, Kamari. I'm joined by Jason, and we have a special guest for today. He's a, a real lover of the youth, uh, uh, an advocate, a radio producer. He actually has his own podcast as well. So we'll, we'll dive into all that um, in a little bit. Guys, welcome Damien Scarlett to the show. Damien, glad to have you. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Um... I'm saying welcome. I should probably say thank you for having me on your podcast um, series. It's, a, it's an honor to be here with you, Kamari and Jason. Thanks for taking the time, out, Damien. Yeah, man. All right, we're jumping straight into it. So for those who may not know, who is Damien Scarlett? Ah, well, I think... Damon is a, a caring, loving person. Um, I love adventure. For my, my friends who know me very well, I'm someone who I love outdoor activities. So like river, going to the river and all of those things, you know, going to the waterfall, that's really me. So that's something that I do in my own spare time. But apart from that, I am, I say, a minister of the gospel, uh, a youth leader, um, empowerment um, officer, if you want to call it that. Um, just someone who is just passionate about um, seeing youth across Jamaica and even across the world, who have to make it globally to um, achieve their purpose and their goal in life. And I believe that God has really called me to come alongside youth in that kind of way to help them to achieve that kind of purpose. So that's a little bit of a background information about who I am. Right. Excellent. Well, you mentioned youth a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you're, you're, re, you're really, well, this podcast is centered around youth. In a way, we speak to everyone, which aims yeah. to uplift everyone and educate everyone. But that passion that you have, where is it from? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, <laughs> I've been involved in so many youth activities um, in my lifetime. You think about my involvement with ISF, Interschool Christian Fellowship, um, even my own youth fellowship at church. You know, I grew up in church, so come through the ranks in Sunday school, youth meeting and all of that. So that's where it all started, um, having that kind of Christian background, a solid background, um, you know, built by my parents. You know, they helped to build that kind of foundation and that kind of discipline. So it was throughout my childhood years in high school, in my time at KC, I was involved with um, um, ISF, Interschool Christian Fellowship. After I left high school and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do before I went on to university, um, I left school in fifth form, so I didn't go to sixth form. So I was trying to figure out what, what the next step would be. Um, before going to university, I had volunteered as a, a, volunteer, a staff volunteer with the ISCF um, parent organization, Students Christian Fellowship and Scripture Union. And that's the organization that governs all the ISCFs in the high schools and the UCCF groups in, a ter in the tertiary institutions. So I volunteered. I was working with them, working with the movement, going into the different schools, working with a number of young people, helping them um, in terms of you know, their ISF meetings, um, being a speaker at times, a mentor at times. Also, I was actively involved and still I'm still involved with the camps ministry. Of course, with COVID-19, that has really changed right now because of the fact that, you know, we're not really gathering where well, we were gathering as a mass group. 
So that's part of what I've been doing that's for the passion was I really felt that I wanted to serve um, young people, help them to grow, you know, help them to understand what their purpose in life is, as I mentioned before. So that's a little bit of the background church involvement with youth ministry and then also Inter-School Christian Fellowship. And I must say that even at church, you know, I was involved even at the national level in our denomination, you know, going through the ranks, served as vice president, secretary, treasurer, acting president until I was able to become the president of the national youth body of the association. And I've given about 13 years of service, 13 to 14 years of service. Um, to the youth of the Associated Gospel Assembly. So all in all, that really contributed to my love and my passion for working with young people. I mean, it doesn't matter which position I was serving in. You know, it doesn't matter which position that I serve in at, at all. Now, my commitment is really just to, to see God at work in the life of the youth. And what you realize as well is that, you know, you're called to lead differently. So... How I work with young people is going to be different from how other persons work with young people because, you know, you have to understand the dynamics of how you would think and how they operate. So, you know, being um, in the same spaces sometimes with them and trying to understand what exactly, you know, have we, are going through their minds. So right. that's pretty much some of the things that I've been doing, you know. Okay, so to backtrack a bit, Damien, what stood out to me the most based on what you just said or what you just said a while ago? Yeah. Finding your purpose. Yeah. There are a lot of young individuals out there struggling. You know, they don't know what their purpose in life is. Yeah. Walk us, um, could you walk us through what that process was like for you, finding your purpose, and what did you have to do to get to the level that you're at right now? Yeah. Um, well, that's a good question, Jason. And one of the things that we have to realize is that uh, Finding your purpose is, is, is a journey. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. But yeah. I think what really needs to happen at first is just to give yourself to um, different areas of service or even areas of ministry for those persons who might be um, Christian young men, Christian young women. But generally, if you're trying to find your purpose, it really starts with understanding who you are, looking at your identity. You know, who am I? Um, what it is that I love the most? You know, what am I good at? You know, am I good at uh, um, stuff relating to maybe, what would I call it? You no. Know, so, some, some natural skills then. You know, yeah. some like, person might have their innate talent. Sports. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like, you might be good at sports. You know, you may never know that could be a part of your purpose in life to be a great footballer, you know, to yeah, be a lawyer or a great People, you know, people skills, stuff like that. Yeah, man, people skills and all those things. So looking at that, those kind of skills that you have, and then it starts there and then you build on that. I, I remember when I was younger, and I think I'm still young. <laughs> I remember when I was younger, um, I used to be involved in a number of things. I think about church, and I can only speak from that kind of background, really. I mean, when I was in high school, I was involved in a number of clubs and, um, you know, social groups and all of that, you know, key club, ISCS, science club, you know, there's students council and all of that. But I think about the fact that even in church, you know, I was involved with the media department, which really mm -hmm. has spurred my love, you know, for, for, for media. It started there as well. You know, I was on the youth choir. I, w I couldn't sing, but I was making that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was involved in ushering. I was doing so many things that, 
because I really was giving myself to service to the Lord. And then over time, I started to realize, but hey, I have a passion for IT. I have a passion for media. And mm-hmm. so because I was involved in all of these things, over time, I started to assess where my greatest strengths um, lie or were, you know. And that's something that I believe that all of us as young people have to really um, sit down and to do. I mean, life is always busy. So we're always up and down and a lot of noise around us. But yeah. there comes a time when we have to pause and really think about, all right, where am I now and where do I want to go? So it started even having a conversation with yourself. And I'm not saying talking to yourself make people think like your mother, you're crazy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but sometimes you really have to do that. You those really in, those to, internal dialogues. So to yeah, man, that internal dialogue, you really have to, to really pause and say, boy, how am I going to achieve my, my goal? And it also includes writing it down. And I yes. think a lot of people sometimes take that for granted, the power of writing things down. Yeah, and we're living in a technological age now. So that means that we have our smartphones, right? So yeah. even if we don't have our notepad walking Notepads. around, mm-hmm. yeah, man, the phone have notepads. So, you know, we can jot down, you know, our, our dreams, our aspirations, and all of that. So those are some things that I probably want to just throw into the mix of things. Earlier, you mentioned about how, as well as we can see, you're a man that is grounded in faith, first and foremost. So yeah. you have that type of compass and that is really, really developed and, and sort of navigated your way through life and you're still serving. The still touch on the service aspect, but you, yeah, you mentioned about your, how you found your love for media. Yeah. Uh, now you are one of the lead producers and talk of Yeah. Congratulations, by the way. That, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. So, and that's an interesting journey. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> that, that is where we're going right now. Like, oh, oh, yeah. how, how, because media as it is, is already a, a difficult space to get into, especially as yeah. we're talking about the social media age. Everybody has a phone, everybody has, yeah. every, everybody is a news reporter, so to speak. We can, we can put our opinions out there, be it factual or, or opinionated. Yeah. Everybody's, a, everybody's a reporter, but you are in mainstream media that can be a little bit of a difficult space to get into. So first of all, how did you get your foot in the door? And then how did okay. you climb the ranks? How did you climb the ranks to be where you are now? Oh, well, um, well that's a good question. <laughs> Something that I thought about, though, and I really need to give it some more thought, but I think the genesis of it, um, as I mentioned before, that I think my love for media started back when I was involved with the media department at church. And it was something simple. You're just projecting stuff, you know, you're, you're working in, working on graphics and all of these things and trying to help to enhance your service. But I think that really um, kicked off to another level when, um, because of my involvement with, um, with the different youth programs and serving as national president of the association, you know, and my involvement with ISA, I would get invitations to go to different radio stations either representing my church or representing ISA to speak about some kind of youth program, camping, that kind of a thing, you know? So it started there and, you know, going on the radio and then I realized that, hey, I, I sound good. I think this is like <laughs> I have a voice. And, and, and it's not to put, you know, to big up myself or anything like that. But um, I really believe that God has given me a voice and I'm using that voice for his, for his glory, right? And so... I used to sit down and listen to myself 
either when I'm preparing for a speaking engagement, whether a sermon or a presentation, I would literally stand in front of my mirror, <laughs> right? I'm giving you some insight, um, information what I normally do. I stand in front of my mirror up to this day. If I have a speaking engagement, a presentation, wherever I'm going, I actually practice because I think practice really helps. And it's not just going on stage or standing in front of an audience, whether it's a large audience or a small audience, and just saying a bunch of things. But preparation is key. And yes. if you're going to be a professional in whatever space that you find yourself in, preparation and strategizing is always key. So I do that. So that's what really started. Um, in terms of getting on the radio, so I had my little radio exposures before, you know, Love FM, you know, TBC, so many other radio stations. I got an opportunity to come and just do a little thing, and uh, whether it's five minutes, ten minutes, or so. But then, um, being involved now with Talk of Youth, you know, being, uh, I know I started out as a radio host, but before that, I had a bridge in mind, big up to them, I am wherever he is. He encouraged me and he said, hey, you look like you're interested in, in radio. Um, why not just send in an application or something like that? Mm-hmm. They called me one day to be, uh, what did he say, a guest on the show just to listen in. We were in Tivoli Gardens. At that, that time, they were, we were doing um, our community tours, right? And we were in Tivoli Gardens and they invited me to just listen in to the young people talking, sharing from their experiences what's been happening from a community level. And uh, from that um, interaction, I met our executive producer, Empress Golden, um, our then producers, Christina Manchit and Angie Perig. Big up to all of them. Love them with all my heart. And uh, they just call me what, like, I never hear from them after that. That was my first time going on a radio with Nationwide at the time. And um, a year later, I got a call and I was like, hey, is this Damien? And I said, yeah, man, I'm calling from Talk of Youth. And my friend, Demoy, told me that you were interested. And they were wanting to find me if I was still interested in being a radio host. And I said, yeah, man, of course, man. So one of the things I must say is that Talk of Youth is, uh, and I want to shameless plug, the number one youth radio show in Jamaica, <laughs> right? Um, but we're also an advocacy group. So it's not just talking about things that young people are doing. But we are the voice of the Jamaican youth. So therefore, all the issues that are happening in the nation, we believe as well that we must also have a response from a youth level. So all the issues that young people are going through, all this, all the stuff that we are battling as a society, we always believe that youth must have a place at the table of conversation and decision. So that's where it really started. Came a radio host. And about two or three years later, my producer said to me, um, you look like somebody who is interested in media, you're interested in production. By that time, I had already started my podcast. So, and I'm a person, you know, I try to be um, simple and, and humble in, 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 in the simplest form that I can put it that way. Can't I never went to them. Yeah, and I never went to them and I say, hey, you know, I want to be a producer. I want to be this or that. I think they spotted out the talent and they came to me and they said, we want to put you on training to become a producer because, you know, they're getting older and all of that and they wanted to hand it over to some other young persons who are passionate about the thing. And that's what really started. You know, so I was a radio host for about two, three years and then I became, you know, one of the lead producers 
And for the last year and about two months, I would say. Um, so I give that thanks for that. And that is how I believe that when you're passionate about something and your work and you build on your craft, people will always see your growth. They will see your passion and they will come for you. They will present you with opportunities. And I'm really grateful for where I'm right now. Now I'm able to serve and to connect with thousands of young people across Jamaica. So, so as, it, as it relates to the whole um, yeah. talk of youth and just yeah. you being a producer, could you touch on how important it is for us, like as youth, to have our voice heard? Because there's a lot of issues we face. And as yeah. you said earlier, you believe in you know the youth having a seat at the table. Yeah. And a lot of older folks tend not to really understand or disregard our knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, don't, they don't take the time out to try and understand the youth. Like, could you break down how you guys go about, you know, talking to the youth, you know, getting them to open up? Yeah. That's another thing as well. A lot of them aren't comfortable yeah. with opening up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One, one of the things you, you, you realize, um, Kamari and Jason, is that uh, young people always want to be in a space where they feel comfortably enough to talk and to share so that they can open up, right? And you have to also meet them where they are. In fact, it means that they might have to leave from out of the four walls and the comfort zones and go into the communities on the street, um, sitting down with probably some of the youth in front of the corner and trying to understand, yo, um, what, what really I got through your mind? Why you do this? Why you smoke the weed? Why you all of the alcohol in here? Go ahead. Just, Mr. Just for a reason. Yeah, that's all I reason and all I, all I said it made, as we say, in, in, ja in Jamaica today. And I really think that that's part of what Talk of Youth Foundation um, has been in terms of going to where the youths are. Because the truth is, our leaders have to recognize that the youth are the future of any country. And when we say, when we're talking specifically about Jamaica right now. We are the next generation of leaders. In fact, we are, the, I like to say that we are the no generation, right? Because in a, in a few years from now, the, the adults, the, I, want to, I want to say the old folks, but the more senior people in life, um, they're going to all pass Chapel. away, yeah. right? They're going to drop out, step out, they're going to lift up. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And not going to be the one that has to take over. And, and that's the thing, is that our leaders today, and I want to say this as well, our leaders today have to also put plans in place so that um, our youth can be in a position to understand the game, the game plan. And what do I mean by that? It means, therefore, then having more young people in our meetings, having more young people um, as you said, at the table of decision, because right. we all need youth at whatever in whatever sector, whether we're dealing with a crime issue, a health crisis, or so on. Our youth perspective is different because you can't continue operating as if to say that young people do not exist or that they are oblivious. Now, they might not have all the right answers. We as young people might not have all the right answers, but we are able, right, to contribute to the development um, in, our, in our society. And that is really important for us to understand. Awesome. You touched on a point there that, that really struck me in terms of yeah. allowing the youth to be able to learn the game and, and yeah. to acquire the knowledge. Because it, it's almost as if 
I don't, I don't, there, there are two perspectives or more than one perspective where yeah, youth maybe don't want to take on responsibility. True. That, that, that's, that's, that's one view. And then the other mm-hmm. side can be that the older folks kind of set in their ways and say that the youth don't know anything. They're so distracted with yeah. whatever they're distracted with. How or do we also, also come on, sorry for continue the yeah, fact man. that a lot of them tend to hide the game from the youth. Or even yeah. Like, how do we bridge that gap? Yes. Yeah. Well, and, well, truth is, you know, I think probably is a, a third angle to even look at that. You know, you have the, the youth the, on one end, you have, as you said, the adults who are perhaps not willing to come forward um, and, and help to, you know, bring them at those table of conversation. But perhaps, too, we have to look at the fact that, you know, I have to be honest, that sometimes as young people, we don't take telling, and sometimes we also <laughs> think that we know it all, and we tarnish our reputation at times. So mm-hmm. that also, and being a little bit more mature, I can say that now, that sometimes we kind of shoot ourselves in, a, in, in the leg um, before mm-hmm. we get to the, to, to, the, to, the, to the table of conversation. So they probably, adults feel as if that boy, them can't trust him. And I'm going to bring that youth to come into my space because he has not understood authority, right? But uh, uh, apart from that, though, and that's a problem that we always face, not only in our, not always, but what we see sometimes in our, in our household or we might see it in a work setting or from a community level is that how we can bridge the gap, it really has to start from a place of relationship. Yeah. And when I say relationship, meaning that how we see each other and how we value each other. Yes, you might be more mature and you have the wisdom and the experience, but that doesn't mean that as a young man, as a young woman, I am not intellectual enough to add value to whatever it is that is being discussed. So you see that there's a balance. And then youth know we're filled with the creative ideas. The youth also have the kind of positive energy that you're looking looking forward to because... I mean, the adults might not be able to do the things at the same pace that they used to. So you have to start from a relationship, understanding that, okay, that I, I value who you are and I value where you are. And then now we can reach some kind of common ground. It's not a matter about who knows it more than who are. Exactly, you know? I was just about to say that, you know, because yeah. I don't get why it's a competition. Like, I know more than you and you yeah. don't know this, like. You know, I know stuff that you may not yeah. know. You know stuff that I don't know. You understand? And yeah, you know, I was, that. yeah, go ahead, sir. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. point. And I was going to say that if you think about like the technological age that we're in, now, mm-hmm. you know, yes. we do see where you know our parents and other adults are like that. They also rely even on the knowledge that we have as young people, so that together we can work in harmony for a greater purpose, for a common good. You know, so partnership is also important. Working together as adults and as youth for the greater good. Doesn't make any sense. We try to to separate, or as you said, it's not a competition thing. It's all about how we can advance, um, you know, in terms of our development and all of that. Right. Uh, Acknowledging what each side brings to the table. Yeah. Because look look at us. We we are we are some young guys hosted a podcast about motivation, yeah. upliftment, and, and yeah. education sort of thing. And this type of knowledge, we, we by no stretch of our imagination, we say that we are experts, but we aim to yeah. learn each day. And exactly. through these conversations where we build our character and, and 
just hope to impart knowledge on the, the masses. These yeah. are the type of conversations that we need to be having. So exactly. definitely, and, and I just want to say that too is that as you said that these are the type of conversations that we ought to be having is that when you start to realize that I am a part of the equation, when you realize that, boy, I also have a role to help nurture a young man, a young woman, and I think, and I, you might be talking about it in a little bit, you know, because I had people who poured that kind of discipline inside of me. I don't yeah. take it up on myself, say, yo, you want to make sure, say, the youth them out there, the youth them in a church, that them understand, say, yo, them have a purpose. And I'm not even talking so much about whether them come church or them are Christian or whatever. But the point is that everybody have a purpose on this earth. And we have a responsibility to help them to discover it. Yeah? Wanting them to make them the most of their own lives. Like, yeah, yeah. With, with your journey as yeah. a Christian, um, Damien, and, you know, from being young, you know, growing up, High school, like I know, there you know, you must have been tempted. Temptation is everywhere. Yeah, I'm on the too. Exactly, exactly. And I know that there's probably someone listening that you know they're young and they're trying to you get me stay on the straight right path. path. You get me, but they're struggling. You understand? What would you say yeah. to those individuals listening right now? Well, one, um, we're not um, superheroes. We're not like Batman with oh no, or, <laughs> or Spider-Man or anything like that. But I think the first thing, though, is to recognize that, you know, accountability helps and, you know, and we're not perfect beings. So, for example, what do I mean by that? I mean, it's always good to have people in your corner that can help you to be accountable, right? And also understanding that, I'm going to say this, it's okay to make your mistakes and learn from it. But it's not making the mistake and then just stay there because things happen. And as you said, that you know, batting and dealing with the temptations and all of that. We're living in a society today that, boy, um, you look left, right, and center. There are so many things that have been thrown at you, you know, that will make you feel as if that you want to just, you know, give up on your, your faith walk, your faith journey, or anything like that. And, you know, we have to also come alongside young people and help them to understand, say, boy, you know, it's not a hard road. You know, mm-hmm. it's not easy, but you, you can get through it. And I also want to say that, you know, for the people them who always have bashed to you, they more than I say, yo, look how you have to do this and look how you have to do that and all of them things there. That's not going to help anything, right? What they need is people who will pull them aside and mm-hmm. talk to them, even privately. And what you find sometimes, yeah, discussion. Or you find sometimes that some young people are turned off because of the fact that they feel exposed in, 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 in public. You get what I'm saying? Right. right? So rather than coming alongside and say, yo, Damien, I must say you do XYZ. Why do it that way? Not load me up in a public when we feel embarrassed and, and all of that, you know. All I'm looking at dignity when we have and and then go up, they just fly through the door. You get me? <laughs> Which seems to be a thing with the older folks, you know? Yeah. They like that. I don't know for reason though. Yeah. Which is why I say that sometimes our adults also have to remember that they too were also youth as well. But again, it's balancing. It's a balancing act. Yes, right? It needs to contribute. And I might teach them so to speak. Yeah. All right. Lo- love it. Loving the, the discussion that we're able to have yeah. here. Right now, I want to pivot because, Damien, you're more than just 
a radio producer. You, you have your own podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big up to the podcast. <laughs> All the podcasts. Get a little show. What? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, for there, there is, there's a, especially in COVID, a lot of persons want to get into some different hobbies or, or maybe start a different career. Mm-hmm. How is it that you started a podcast? Or what, what type of advice or what type of insight you can give to anybody looking to start some type of media-based entity or okay. any startup right. like that? That's interesting because even on our radio show recently, we've been talking about um, some masterclasses that how we can encourage young people as well to to get started. And that's the first thing that I want to say, that whatever you believe that you have been called to do, whatever you're passionate about, just do it. And and we don't have to know. We don't have to call the name of that just do it company. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, you know, okay. We are motivated by it. We are motivated by it. How I really started, I had a passion of sharing and encouragement with all my friends, you know. Christian, non-Christian, I started by using my phone, right, to record some inspirational thoughts or devotion. And this is something I always share with um, whoever come into contact with me and ask me about podcasting. I started by recording inspirational stuff on my phone and sending that out with, um, through WhatsApp and, and all of that. So what I, what I usually do record the, the content and then I try probably play before I knew anything about podcasting or try play one song over here so make it fit in with the team or the, or the, oh, or the wow. start and and all of that and then I sent it out. Then after a while my friend said one of my bridging said to me said JD big up wherever you did just me say why not start a podcast? I was like a what? What is that? I've never <laughs> heard of a podcast before. And and it's true because is right now in Jamaica and more so in the Caribbean. Well, let me say Jamaica, or Caribbean and other countries, they have been doing podcasting. More so in Jamaica now, persons are warming up to this whole idea of creating a podcast. So I went on Google. I started to do some research, uh, podcasting, different podcasting apps and all of that. And I was like, oh, so this is what a podcast is. And that's how I really started. Right, and when I started, I wasn't perfect. And one one of the things that really pushed me to start the podcast, and I want to say this is that before I got opportunities to be on the radio, remember when I said that I I believe that I have a voice and I have the talent. Yes. I decided that if I was not going to get an opportunity to go on the radio, I'm going to create my own radio space. That's okay. Powerful. And That's I totally, I, definitely. I totally agree because yeah. Yeah, I saw a post. Um, on Instagram and said that instead of looking to sit at someone else's table, you can just create your own. There you go. And, and that's why I say get started because I used to apply to an, um, a few radio stations or some posts and stuff and I mm. never get to, I never hear anything. Mark you, I never got carry Mark or anything like that. And I also want to say this is that when God gives you a gift and a talent, whether you are a Christian or a non-Christian, once you can recognize the gift and the skill that you have, Trust me, you can go far places, even without having the required um documentation that you need to have behind your name and all of that. I never go to Karimak. I didn't go to Karimak. I just use my voice. And uh, as I always say, your gift will make room for you. Opportunities came from different angles. I started a podcast. I never know nothing about editing. I never have the engineer. I never yes. have the editor or anything like that. I sat down. 
and I went to the University of Google. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no man, I, I didn't pay the money apart from the monthly thing that the internet service providers um take from me. You know, yeah. um, I never pay any money to go to big university. I went on the internet and I researched how to edit, how to make songs. You know, how to properly put together a podcast. I researched different podcasting um, apps that were out there, and I chose one. I mean, for me, I used the Podbean app, and I thought at the time that was something that was helpful um, to me. And I checked in with a few persons overseas, and I said, hey, which one of the podcast um, apps do you think that you would recommend? And they told me that one, and I went with it. So that's how I started, really. Used my phone, everybody. Exactly. I think it's very important that you emphasize it because there are a lot of persons that want to start not only podcasts, but just anything in general. A vlog, yeah. All the excuses in the world, but the fact that you wanted to start and you knew what you had at that appointed time. You understand? Like, I think a lot of people need to... You use it what's available to you, essentially. Yeah, man, use, use yeah. the tools that are in your hands, you know, the resources yeah. that you have. We have a lot of, huh? Yeah, go ahead. Right, we have a lot of... Okay, I'll, I'll wait till I get this equipment. Yeah. Wait till I, get, till I buy that. Wait till I do this. Wait mm-hmm. that. And you're waiting, waiting, waiting until... They're still waiting right now, actually, listening to this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because, I love- we need to understand the importance of just starting whatever it is that you want to do. Find a way to, to and make a little no, bit of progress. There's no perfect time to start anything. Yeah. yeah, you can start at any time. And uh, even if you wanted to start five years ago, uh, ten years ago, and it didn't happen, it's not too late to start. Because when even in, in the podcasting world, there are even persons who are probably two, three, four times older you know, more than our age, they are also involved in podcasting. And I want to say that when I recorded on my phone, I went on Google again to research some audio software that I can use to edit. At the time, I started out by using Audacity. And I was like, boy, this look kind of complicated. I never understand nothing, right? But I'm a mess around it a little bit. And they said, this sound like it can't work. And eventually, I taught myself how to edit audio content. Again, I didn't go to any university. And then, I, you know, I put out some content and then persons were giving their feedback on it. And I, I can't forget, there were times when people would message me. And I think, you know, come on, one time message me and say, oh, it sounds so good. No. <laughs> yeah, how oh, it sounds so good. And I'm a fool to use. I never go, not the studio, the record, nothing. I'm a fool to use and use the editing, the editing software to make it sound even more professional. You know, and that's why I'm saying is that you can start now with the little that you have. But what you can do, you can work towards your dream and make your podcast or your YouTube channel or your vlog to be something that is bigger by writing down on your vision board or writing down in your notepad. What are the equipment that I need? How am I going to get it? I mean, I am still doing that when I have the equipment that I want, but we see it. Right? And I'm going to work towards it. Yes. And that's how you really have to do it. Work for what you want, but start with what you have. All right, Damien. We're, t- we're touching, we're touching a, f- a, f- a lot of important stuff there. The yeah. importance of starting with what you have available, using the tools yeah. available to you. The importance of writing out your goals. Because when, when you put things on paper, I think a lot of people say that. <coughs> Excuse me. They have it in their head. It's so that it's good. 
But there's something that happens when you put pen to paper, when you put your ideas out in space on a platform. So you'd have to, re- you'd have to recall them. So the next time you look at them, it, that's you building on the idea instead of having to remember, oh, what's my idea again? So yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's, a, there's power there. But then not only that, but acting in order to, to achieve what you have on that vision board. Don't just write it up there and say, hey, man, it's, it's going to come to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, we didn't, we didn't touch on the whole vision board concept, though. Like, what was the process like for you, David, creating your vision board versus actually bringing it to reality? Okay. Uh, that's a good question, Jason. I, I'm going to be honest here that um, I don't have a vision board. <laughs> okay, okay. Right? But, I mean, I support and I encourage other persons um, to do that. Now, I mean, Mark, I might not have a physical thing, but I do have something that is digital enough that I write. I still, all I still call that. I call that. Yeah, that still counts, you know, <laughs> but you know, I don't have a physical thing up in my room or anything like that, you know. But You, um, you know, it can be a vision board. Yeah, man, I know, you know it can be a vision board. I like that. You know, so I do um, have a mental um, idea of where I want to go. And I also write it down um, on my, in my notes to say, okay, then these are the things that I want to achieve. I must say that for my podcast, Word Inspiration, uh, Word Inspiration Podcast, um, it, I started off by having that kind of tagline, renewing your mind and increasing your spiritual health. Remember earlier on, I mentioned that, you know, before radio found me, I created my own space in media through podcasting. Yeah. yeah? And so because of that, no, I decided that, yo, that I'm going to build on this thing. So I started writing out that kind of vision. Where do I want my podcast to go in the next three years? Right. Um, when I started putting out content, and then you have to learn how, you know, what your area of specialty is. Because, yes, a lot of people are doing podcasts, but yours can be unique. And, I mean, even for me, I spend time listening to other podcasts locally and internationally just to kind of hear the kind of content that they're putting out and so that I can also benefit from that as well. And I just want to say I've also listened to, um, to your podcast, Hustle House, you know, yes. a couple of episodes and I see you have a couple of my friends that have been on as well, you know, so, and I really commend you guys for actually starting and launching out as well. And I say that as if like I'm some big top podcaster in the world. <laughs> I'm not, but I hope to be. Not though. yet, not yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Be. Um, because I see my podcast being on radio. I see a TV um, version of it. I mean, mm. I start to think big. Right. You know, but thinking big don't mean you don't learn how to strategize and put plan, plans into action. So like right now, I think I'm at a space where I, I, I'm, I'm researching how we can build partnerships in this podcasting space. How we can also build spon- get sponsorships in this podcasting space. Because you and I both know all of us here because we're podcasters. Editing takes a while. <laughs> yep. right? Editing takes a while. Mirror. You got mirror, by the way. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, man. Editor so chief. Chief. Yeah. Editor and, and look at that. You have your own editor. <laughs> you know, my podcast episodes, I sat down, I wrote the content, I recorded the content, I edited yeah. the content myself. Exactly. You know? Yeah, but I, I must give that thanks, though, that Along my three years, in fact, March 18th is my third podcast anniversary. Oh, I've been doing excellent. it. 
Yeah, and I remember after my first year, uh, when I just started it, my brother from church, um, he's a videographer. He came to me one day. He called me one day and I said, I realize that you're doing a, a podcast. He said, I want to see a setup. Like, what you do? And he said, boy, I'm a phone. We use it. I don't really have a fancy setup like a studio. And he yeah. said, I'm going to link up with your host one day. I want to sit down and understand like, what you do, how you do it, and all of that. And he said, have you ever tried a video component? I was like, boy, brother, you can't go on. I have no video because at them time I knew I had the voice, but like I was like, why? You know, I'm supposed to the face behind the voice yeah. <laughs> and all of that. But I mean, I learned how to do my fears. Other opportunities came up, you know. I've been doing television interviews and, and all of these things, you know. So, so yeah, go yeah. ahead. Sorry for continuing. Um, as it relates to the over the past two years, did you ever struggle with consistency as it relates to your podcast? I mean, juggling. Yeah. Like, how did you how do you handle that? Yeah, definitely. Um, consistency was a challenge. I must say though, when I just started, I was extremely passionate and eager about putting out content. I'm not saying that I'm not consistent or or, or passionate, but uh, right now, but I am. The thing is, is that when you love what you do you will go at great lengths at getting it done, despite all the odds that are around. That is why I was saying that for those of us who edit content, we will sacrifice even going out with our friends because we want to get this thing done, right? And uh, I know when I just started, I was going hard at it, you know, and I had sleepless nights. I still have some sleepless nights, but it's important to get sleep, everybody. <laughs> I still have sleepless nights sometimes because you, when, you, when you are about value, when you are building a professional brand, and I have this new thing now that, that, that I start to adopt and I start to say, we are more than a podcast, we are a brand. Because you have to start seeing yourself as a brand. Word inspiration is a brand. Hustle Jamaica um, is, 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 is a hustle host, rather, that J is a brand as well. So it starts with the visioning. It starts where you see yourself and where you're going, right? Our podcast must become a household name, a community name. When people see you, they say, oh, yeah, man, Jason, us, us. But we see a couple of videos on Instagram. Right, so one of the things I also want to say is that... Um, so I was mentioning that my bridging came over and said that he wanted to see my podcast set up and all of that. And, you know, he linked me one day and, you know, he said to me, said that, well, he have a camera sitting down at home and, you know, he wants some work for them, want to shoot some content. And you have the voice, I have the camera, so why not just come together and do some work? So I'm going to say, all right, fine. You know, and that partnership, big up to El Water Foreman, wherever you are, um, that partnership started uh, or allowed me you now to add a different component to the podcast. So I started with audio, then I started to do video. I wasn't really um, happy about the video part of it. I'm going to still be the boy. When I'm ready, when I don't feel and all that stuff. And it was like, no, man, you do this every day. If you can stand up in front of people and talk to them, you can go on video, <laughs> you know, and uh, um, that led to the birth of our YouTube channel, Word Inspiration Podcast on, on YouTube. If you type that in, you know, you will see us there. 
And he journeyed with me for a year and a half. You know, we started doing some shows. You know, people saw the podcast. It was growing. I had international guests. You know, somebody called me and said, yo, I have somebody who's an author coming from overseas. Can you interview him and all of that? And I was like, yeah. And then I said, cool. And then what was so beautiful about that moment was that this same author went on national television. And I was like, whoa. I'm going to interview somebody who had an opportunity to be on TV, you know, and I did an exclusive interview with him. Um, the, the YouTube channel was growing, has been growing, and then God just started put people in my life that wanted to volunteer to be a part of the team. So I have to big up people like, you know, Matthew McHale, my big virgin. You know, he started out as my mentee, I must tell you that. Matthew started out as my mentee, he saw the vision of word inspiration and then he said, yo, Damon, link up. I'm say, yeah. And he said to me, say, yo, I'm going to help you grow with inspiration. I had a young man around me like, um, everywhere I'm going, he started, he created my first logo for the podcast. I was like, I never know how to do that. And then he said, I'm going to create a logo for you. You know, yeah. I had people like, you know, Terrence Thompson on my team, Jordana Murphy, you know, and then through Matthew as well, he said to me that, boy, I have a videographer and I want this videographer to be a part of the team. I'm just a boy, we can't be a professional videographer, right. uh, yeah. bro. And yeah. he said, no way yourself, man. I'm my link, I'm my bridging. And things changed. My, my, my first videographer, my bridging from church, had to migrate. And God just dropped another youth um, on the team, Dark Smith. And right now, um, both of them, lifted or transformed word inspiration in terms of visually, right? The kind of work for them when they put in for the podcast, right. really, we can go on my bed and sleep and wake up. And mm-hmm. when we check in, the man them sit up at work, I edit the video. I'm going to say, boy, I cannot even pay you enough for this. And I really give God times that, you know, people saw the vision. And that's why I said to you that anything that you're passionate about, God will send people who will help you to make the dream become a reality. Right. Yeah? So, yes. I started out as one. Yeah, go ahead. Exactly. So um, as it relates to the whole having a circle and, you know, like-minded yeah. individuals, would you say that having a team that had, you know, all of you had the same goal, you know, and the yeah. belief in your vision, would you say that that helped your podcast to grow even more than if it was just you alone? Yeah, yeah, definitely, because, uh, boy, when it was me alone, I thought that I had all the answers. I thought that everything that I was doing was the correct move and all of that. But then when you have collective voices, people who you can trust, even when you are making a mistake, they can say to you, no, David, I think you should do it this way. Even though I'm the executive producer of the podcast, you know, I still listen to the people who are around me. I consider them to be my management team. So them right. say, yo, don't put out that. Then, boy, I'm going to listen to them and say, boy, I really want to put it out. That kind of a thing. So I really, and then what I do too is that I'm building a brand. Remember we spoke about branding earlier. Right. And so remember, I'm not a radio station, but I want my podcast to be a replica of that. So therefore, having a team is also important because when your podcast gets bigger, you alone can't do everything. You can't do all of the editing. You can't do all of the content. And my vision for word inspiration is that I would love to come out of the main seat as the host and pass that on to somebody else. And I just remain 
in the background and do the executive producing work, you know? Because I also want to give people opportunities as well. Even, even bigger than podcasts, that's, that's how it is in business. Yeah. Uh, you start out as a sole trader, maybe. And if you're lucky enough, you start out as an LLC. But, yeah. but you, you, you start out doing the one-man show, the, the one-woman show thing. You, you, you're the, the CEO, the clerk, the sales rep, the, the janitor, everything. everything, right? Everything, yeah. And, and then you, you, what, a lot of people stop there. Mm-hmm. It's important to grow a team you, uh, with, yeah. with you, you. You grow your team through faith of others. You know, mm-hmm. everybody has different beliefs of, and we don't necessarily want to force them into a, into a space but yeah let's say you grow your team through faith other people yeah. they, they, they they search for different characteristics that they want in a team but yeah. it's important to see yourself as bigger than yeah because you your vision your focus on your vision mm-hmm. yeah your your team has found you essentially <laughs> yeah and, yeah and, yeah, and, yeah. and now and now you're putting the right acts persisted over time which leads to person which leads to success yeah and you know, and it's all about being having that kind of determination too, and that kind of drive, you know, and to know that boy, you'll never get it right on the first try, but if you keep going at it, because I remember that there were times when I was like any episode that I put out, I can guarantee you guys that I listened to it almost a hundred times. Because I'm like, yo, if I'm building a brand, then my brand must speak to the kind of content that I'm putting out there. Right, so I might have a problem on the first try, but best believe that on the second, and the third, and the fourth, I'm going to work towards it. It's going to sound like we're in a professional studio, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, go ahead. I'm saying that's so it should be, you know, improving yeah. as you go along. Because yeah. when we just started, you know, we had no clue what we we're doing. <laughs> but we never at do. the same time, exactly like. You know, I saw this other quote, you know, I'm big on quotes that they say that, yo, whenever you're most scared to jump, that's exactly when you jump. And initially, when we had the idea, like, Bayani linked me, I was like, yo, you know, I have this idea and I listened to you. All right, cool. So everybody knows that Jason is connected in many different ways, right, Kamari? (laughs) Bayani linked me and I was like, yo, get a team together. And I just, I just found I just found everybody that had a similar mindset. I would just put yeah. it in, and we just started. You understand? We didn't have equipment, as Damien said. You you, you know you use your phone. We didn't have cameras, stuff yeah. like that. We're in a pandemic. We literally couldn't move. Yeah, and I, I must say though, Jason and Kamari, that you know I actually did an episode um during the pandemic that speaks to things like this about, you know, persons who want to become content creators. You know, that was actually my 200th episode of my podcast. And I put out that um, kind of inspiration out there. And I mean, persons across the, the, the island. I remember one time a bridge man in Nigeria uh, messaged me and he said to me that, boy, um, I listened to your episode, um, your 200th episode, and I'm even now encouraged. I think Kamari might even know him as well. You know, um, he said that he wanted to open up his restaurant in Nigeria. So Jamaica living in, in Nigeria, you know, and I was like, wow, that's the kind of impact, you know. And I want to say this, that sometimes we can easily get caught up by the numbers, by who is watching and all of that. You know, my, my, my producers on my podcast always say to me, Damien, 
stop stressing yourself about who watch and all of those stuff. Just put out the content. Whoever will come across it will come across it. And trust me, even if it's one person, your episode impact, that one person can transform another person and another person and it would have gone a far away. So I encourage myself that way and I also want to encourage you that way too. And also for anybody who will be listening and watching this episode, that listen, takes one person to make an impact. I always like to relate things to business. Yeah. yeah. So with, with, with that thought of paradigm that you have there, mm-hmm. where you said, shouldn't watch a number, shouldn't be caught up with, with that type of thing. I believe that once you're doing, offering a service, a skill, uh, some type of business transaction, whatever it is that you do, if you're doing it with intent to serve others, yeah, you you find that you'll be you you'll be elevated much quicker than if you're just chasing the dollars. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. Totally. We 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 all accept that money is is a part of it. You know? like, mm. we're, not, we're not disregarding that at all. It's a necessity. Yeah. yeah. But, it's all about motive, motive, motive. It shouldn't be. Yeah. It shouldn't be the sole focus. So, right. so early in the podcast, we really, we really dived into your service. You started with volunteering, mm-hmm. and and now you're 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 an entrepreneur. You're I I'd say, I'd say the CEO, and and you have yeah. one, you have another stream as well because yeah. you know one source of income is too close to none. So three, so three posts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's for the OGs, you know, that's from actually from Julian Ford's episode. So, you guys have to go listen okay, to that. Yeah, to hear that. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so in, in, in winding down and wrapping up, mm-hmm. youth going back there because that's that's where your passion is. Yeah, Jamaica, we have a, we have a serious issue here, uh, mm-hmm. not just in Jamaica, but this is where we are. So, we focus here. Mm-hmm. What type of what, what do you think can be done? Because we see where people, as, as I said, chasing dollars. So we have a lot of people that look into the chopping line, get that, <laughs> get get rich quick. Uh, just mm-hmm. just make it big and and retire right away. Yeah. And nobody wants nobody wants to put in the work. Nobody wants to make the vision boards. Nobody wants to because yeah. we see everything on social media. It's just everybody everybody's already there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what what can be done to? Well, that's a good question, uh, Kamai. Um. I think about my own journey um, in life. I think about all the struggles that I've gone through, you know, family-wise, you know, their health crisis, losing, you know, they, they, losing my both my parents. And I start from this perspective because remember earlier on we spoke about identity and knowing who you are. Purpose. That's important. Purpose as well. I mean, when I think about all that I've gone through in my own family, I could have given up. I could have probably turned to violence, could have robbed people and all of that. But I, from earlier on, I discovered that, boy, that there's a plan for me that God has. You know, there's a blueprint. I might not understand it. I might not know how to read it. I probably never even see it yet. But I have a little inclination that, boy, that this is where I am headed. Right? And for, for our youths out there, your life is not easy. The circumstances are going to vary. But if you can grasp and get a hold of who you are first and what you want to achieve and who you want to be, I would say let that be your driving force or your driving factor to get you along a path of success. Now we're living in a world that, boy, is like a microwave generation. Everybody wants it. No, 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 no. But I think great strength and character 
and discipline is being built in those individuals who learn how to weather the storms, who learn that, boy, that life is a process. It's not going to be easy, but you can still make it through. You can make it through because, yes, there's a plan for you, but because you have people around you who can pull you up. You know, sometimes if I have some friend, I can just say, yo, Jason, we had a foolish this, you know? You know, but this is how you need to do it. Come on, pull up your time. appreciate the real ones, you know? Straight up. Yeah, man, the real ones. And those are the ones, you know, that really value and that are there for you. I mean, Jamaica overall, from a national um, context, is that, you know, there are many ways you can look at it. You have young people who come from struggling families. You have uh, young people who don't have that kind of, you know, man or manly support, fatherly support, then, in, the, in, in their life, you know? Um, for some of us, we might have our fathers around or we have had our fathers around, but there are some persons that they don't have that. So what you find as well is that this whole problem in Jamaica of absentee fathers, in fact, just recently, the Bridge 99 FM, um, last week really, they asked me to come in to talk about the role of men in society, you know? And I, that's one of the points that I made mention of that. A number of our postal um, persons a number of our household then is that there are no fathers that are there. The man them forget um kind of abdicate them role because if we had more men in our families and not seeing children as just jacket and all of them something there, you know, and and, and consider and I think boy, boy, you know, them have all of the sperm count and all of those things, you know. It's not it's not about that, it's not about who have um the, the bag of women and who can produce the, the bag of children. Yes, it's about investing in the life of your child. Yeah? yeah. So all of the men them when they're out there, who not do them them role properly, they need to man up and they need to wise up. Right? And the youth that are out there, big up to the people them who are like mentors, you know, to the young youth them, to the young girls them, you know. So men big, up the, big up the single mothers. And the single mothers, yeah, definitely from those single parent household, you know. I mean, there are some fathers too who are single parents, you know. But, you know, uh, we know that on the other side, we'll find that to be a little bit more. But yeah. we have to recognize also the importance of mentorship. I had people, even who were not my biological um, family members, who poured into my life and come and said, boy, you see the talent we have, you know. To see where you can go, I want to be a mentor and to and to guide you. We need more mentors in Jamaica. Right? We, we, the government can't solve all the problems, but we as a people, we have to understand that we also have a, a duty as well to help other persons grow and to be properly developed. And so that's how I, I, I would say that more mentors, more persons who can help us to be accountable and just to be, you know, just to be a blessing to another youth. You know, you say a youth has struggled. If you can help somebody in your own little way, it can go a far away. And I guarantee you that those persons will remember when they get older. There have been persons who took me one aside and well, I've never had money for go to school. When the school fee couldn't pay the university and boy, and I should I should say this, it took me seven years to complete one degree because of, of the struggles that I have gone through. But guess what? I never gave up, you know, and God put people around me who helped me through when the money never did, did it, 
when when the student um body I tell me say boy you can't do exam and I think we have been there at some point in time you know but you hold the faith you hold your own and say yo man I'm gonna turn into criminal activity right because we know say that I have a journey ahead of me I have a trajectory that I want to build and once I can put my trust and my confidence in him he'll see me through most definitely yeah powerful so yeah, yeah, Damon. it's 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 plug time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted inspiration. Yeah, where is inspiration? Where, where can I find it? All right, cool. So you know the the podcast, my personal podcast, where I'm the founder and executive producer. Word inspiration. The theme or the tagline is renewing your mind and increasing your spiritual health. Recently, as I said earlier on, that we're more than a podcast. We are brand. So you can find us on Instagram at the World Inspiration Podcast. We're also on Facebook, World Inspiration as well. If you are familiar with Linktree, you can type that in and type in World Inspiration and you get access to all of our social media platforms. Um, we have web- below, oh yeah, yeah, cool. And then, you know, we have a website as well. Because the beauty of podcasts, people, they use certain podcasts and sites and apps. Because a website that goes with it. So the website is wordinspiration.podbean.com. All the episodes are there. You can link us on Spotify. We're, there, we're there everywhere. You know, and I also want to encourage young people, since I'm one of the producers for Talk of Youth, check us out every Saturday, 11 to 1 a.m. on 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. rather on nationwide 90 FM. And remember that you can achieve all that you have set out to achieve if you only get started today. See you later. You don't miss out. We don't even miss after that. Exactly. We really appreciate you taking the time out, Damien. It's an honor. Guys, thank you to everyone listening. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Million Dollar Convos. You know, I'm here with my co-host, Kamari Coke. And so we're signing out. Yeah, we're yeah. signing out. Peace. All right, guys. Yeah.